0: Talking about the things that make your home service business go marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight
1: Club for Business Podcast.
2: Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wider. Faking Yeah, face. Where are you? Three.
1: Oh, Two God. and one. Why, hello, everybody, I and welcome to Fight that. Club. <laughs> don't say hate. It's time. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. It's, it's time, people. Nuts,
0: it's, beautiful. It's, it's, time. Beautiful. it's beautiful. It's not
1: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. It's
2: beautiful.
1: It's it's going to be June tomorrow, which means what for everybody? Uh oh, Megan, don't cough. Um, Which means what for everybody? What's everybody doing for June? Because it's the last month of Q2, which means goals and all that stuff is what everybody's probably going to talk about. So we may talk about that today on Old School. Our sweet guest uh, was sick today. So it's just gonna be the four of us. Yeah. So welcome to Fight Club, everybody, and happy Tuesday. How are you? Hey, welcome
3: back, everyone. So normally I have a really long introduction, but it'll be super short today. So welcome back to Fight Club, everyone. We're the show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, systems, and culture. We're a team of self-employed industry experts, and this week we're going old school. We're doing the four of us. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about the end of quarter two and get you guys kind of hopefully amped up and ready to wrap up this quarter and then head into quarter three. So super excited to have you all on and we'll go ahead and do our brief introductions ourselves. So my name is Taylor Maroney. I co-own a power washing company in South Florida with my husband and I worked in marketing for about six years where I found my passion for helping business owners understand the analytics and the numbers behind marketing so they can make better decisions based upon that. So Super excited to be back with y'all today. Super excited to be old school. And happy, uh, Tuesday, welcome back to Fight Club. I feel like I'm the
0: opposite of today. I'm really grumpy today. I'm, oh, no. I'm moving, and I'm at my office before 7 a.m., which is like a bad day. Uh, but I, my name is Megan Likes. I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so they can live more financially rewarding lives. I also own a full-service accounting firm, which is where I am today, Likes Accounting Company, and I co-own a window cleaning, gutter cleaning company with my husband, Jeff, called Jeff Likes Clean Windows, based out of Northern California, and okay, I guess I like Fight Club. I can't be grumpy for the whole thing. i just just off to a rough start this morning, that's all. Welcome back to Fight Club, everybody.
1: And good morning, everyone. I'm Michelle, co-owner of Pink Collars, and if you need help outsourcing your calls and texts and voicemails and emails and all of that awesome customer service we can absolutely help and it's June which is a time of renewal not really spring but exciting time of renewal and I'm thrilled to be here today and I'm excited to go old school I don't think we've done an old school fight club this year even maybe have we done one this year don't know okay. It's been a super long time i'm going to pass it over to martha to say hello so. <laughs>
2: okay let's do it hello martha woodward here um co-founder of quality driven software out there to help you build happier workplaces so uh and maybe a happier megan today we'll see <laughs> I don't
3: even remember how to do old school guys. It's been that long. I think (laughs) it's been a really long time. I mean, I feel like we haven't done old school since like PPP was a thing.
2: Let's Uh, get some questions. Uh,
3: Yes. Questions, drop putting questions in the comment section below. If you are on Facebook live with us, Um, feel free to ask us kind of about anything that's on your, your heart, your mind, any troubles you're going through. We'd be happy to help you navigate some of those um as far as I guess I'll kind of take it first um since that's what I normally do (laughs) um marketing wise we haven't changed too much stuff I don't know about you guys we've been kind of we're right in the middle of our busy season for power washing in South Florida so we don't tend to change too much during this time of year uh we kind of stick to our initial game plan and budgeted um marketing funds for the beginning of the year and to this time frame but once we get into like the end of june that's when i start to kind of change some things up so i'm, I'm starting to work on some emails and uh text blasts and things of that sort that are going to go out in some sequences uh just to make sure we're getting to getting in touch with some new new and old customers working with them directly and starting to really upsell some of our paper sailing services because that's some new stuff we're working on but as far as marketing for that goes reason i'm not changing anything is everything's working right so it's it's going well it's working our google ads are running fantastic our seo is doing very well so when things like that are working and you are in the heart of your busy season you don't necessarily have to change things if you are in need of more leads you are needing a little bit more coming in and you don't want to spend the exuberant amount of money that does have to go to Google ads You can do some things on social media and ways that you can kind of organically and kind of guerrilla market your way into getting some more upsells as well as um, new jobs coming in. So one way I love to do that is through Facebook groups. I know we talked about this before, um, but that's one that's really easy. And you can even have yourself or your admin hop on and do that once a day for you know 30 minutes, just kind of scan through some Facebook groups. And really what you're doing is there's, they make it easy. They make it so that you can have a search. There's a search bar in all the groups so you can search for a topic. So you could search for, say I'm looking for Megan's services or Michelle's. So I'm looking for a virtual assistant or I'm working for, looking for a window cleaning company. I can be able to search those keywords in Facebook groups and really be able, <clears throat> excuse me, to get the immediate return and see exactly what people have looked for those services and then be able to market my services towards them. So if I'm Michelle, I'm searching for virtual um, admin, I'm able to see that companies are in need of that. I can be able to immediately start to contact those companies through those Facebook posts and say, hey, I have a great solution for you. This is a company that I built and started and now um, has grown to X amount of clientele. And I'm able to offer you X, Y, Z services if that's something you're looking for. You question. Have a Can ask question? Okay, so
0: we had a meeting last week with uh, a lead technician that is looking to take on more of an admin role. And yeah. so we're building a Can you help me talk through like what that looks like? Because part of the thing is it might be more to have some do that for him. It um, and it was really like a fun she's young, she's like into TikTok, she's into all these cool That's things. So it it's a fun conversation that we started having. um So I can share a little bit of what I've put out, but you share with me like what you think you should be looking for and how that should be structured and like maybe if you built out a marketing position for your company, like what that would look
3: like. Yeah. So it's gonna be a our time. Is that I think, think that'll be a fun we haven't done this okay. before, So this will be fun. Okay. Um. So it's going to be very custom, obviously, depending on everyone's marketing game plan. So with yours in particular, Megan, are you you haven't gotten into Google Ads still, right? No Google Ads, no SEO, no funds going into those areas, right? Okay. Just making sure you haven't changed. you I'm
0: allergic to advertising today, but I have a really pretty brand that I am tempted to like put everywhere now. So awesome. uh, So we. So let me share some of the things I wrote, and then you can tell me if I'm on the right track or where we should change it um like before and afters we thank you martha for the employee love program they're running like a a campaign this month where like we bribe all the staff five dollars for every before and after we're gonna give a hundred dollar prize to whoever submits the most before and afters by the end of the month like we were trying to like really you know get up a bunch of i don't know content i guess um so but then getting that in social media so she was like yeah tiktok instagram facebook i don't know what two of those things are but (laughs) um the monthly newsletter we've been talking with Jonathan maynard and christina and in his office about their beautiful monthly newsletter tay we've talked about it a lot i hate talking about things over and over again like i need somebody to just do it so we talked about that um those referral cards i still haven't printed them so like could she print them business cards lawn signs i don't have any lawn signs i think we should get lawn signs gift certificates, I don't know if it's anybody in the audience, but we get asked for certificates like every week, and it's a pain in the butt for us to type out the name of the organization. Like, that could be a marketing person's job, right? That can uh, Google reviews, uh, send gym optimization, uh, going to the Chamber of Commerce not in our town. Oh, Paisley's on. Yay, I dropped it in the uh, Rockstar group, ladies, so that helps that they jump on. <clears throat> um, in the news we have we're in the jeff made the front page of the sunday paper the other day and we didn't even share it with anybody like except okay that's what i got so far kind of on this google doc huh
3: that's you know. a great baseline So <laughs> we actually asked the question if we're right if you're writing your monthly newsletters for employees or for the community and based upon what i've talked with both megan and jonathan and christina about um jonathan and christina base their monthly newsletter to their community so there's great ways that you can do that um and we won't we've talked about it before but briefly you can just like include events for the community you can include specials you can include some safety tip for the homeowners themselves. So those are a couple things that you can include for the newsletter. My Um,
0: newspaper has like an embed code for our community calendar. And mm. so we were able to like plug that in so that it's dynamic. Like we don't even have to keep up the community calendar. You just like plug in this calendar into that newsletter, which I think is cool. Like let somebody else do that for you. And then I found some really cool like home checklists that I think we could incorporate, like so themes by month, like change your air filters, change your smoke alarm batteries, like things that I think our, our homeowners, our ideal clients would find useful. Absolutely. But Paisley, I came across Martha's um, 52 weeks of onboarding the other day. Like that could be a newsletter also, that could be a weekly newsletter, right? That we could build out. I'm sure Martha has thoughts about how to curate
3: that experience, but it could absolutely be done for internal customers too. Right. Um, So as far as what you've kind of broken down, Megan, so you've got a lot covered, right? We've got the social media. Sorry, the dogs are in the office today. So I apologize. Um, We've got the social media. So we've got Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. We're covering newsletters, which is your email base going out to your employees. Sounds like she's covering Nice Job as well for you, which is going to be all of your reviews anywhere from Google to Facebook to any other connections on those platforms that you may have. We've also got the branding as well, which is, that's the biggest thing that's new for you right now is your, your brand new brand redesign that's come out. And there's so much you can be able to really use that on social media for. So I think you have a great baseline right now for what she's working about to start working with a couple things that would be useful would be definitely a calendar of some sort for hers. You know, that Trello social media calendar I may or may not have made for you, (laughs) And it's coming back. It's coming back. (laughs) That would be fantastic because then you will have the capabilities to not only be able to see what she's developing and putting out there, but make sure it has your stamp of approval because you do have such a brand new redesign for the brand. That will allow you to make sure everything's aligning properly with the brand itself. Now, I do think she should be the one going through Facebook groups, that would be a great opportunity for her. Another really awesome thing for Instagram and TikTok is using quick videos to explain processes. And then that can be even sent to clients quickly whenever they're asking questions via text message or phone call that to your admin that say, hey, what is the way that you guys do the soft washing process again? Do you have like a quick video you can send me of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's a link to our our video we made on TikTok or Instagram. Because if you send them those direct links, people think you have to have an account with those companies to be able to access them. That's not necessarily true. As long as it's a public profile, you can be able to send them a link and they can view that particular video. If they wanted to continue further and look at more information on that company's page, that's where they would have to have an account. So, you can kind of use it for multiple purposes, not only for quick videos to explain your processes and what your company does, but also use it to really be able to educate your current clientele that you're working with. Um, the monthly, right. news- newsletter is going to be fantastic and game-changing, I think, for you all. I know that's something I've been consistently trying to get going as well. I know we've been talking about this, I think, since January of this year. <laughs> So it definitely is something, if you are looking to do a monthly newsletter, you need to make sure you do have someone who's dedicated to it. It does take time. It is something that you do need to make sure is eloquently written and you are speaking to your client avatar for that. So having a marketing person who really is excited about the business, excited about the brand and excited about your community is really the three ideals, in my opinion, to make sure that those, those newsletters really work successfully.
0: Okay, last question. How do we? Um, how do I'm all about accountabilities lately. Uh, We've kind of turned a corner where we're having weekly meetings and people are reporting back to us. So what would what? How do we set her up for success to know that she's doing? Like, because the job doesn't exist yet, right? The position doesn't exist yet. So like, how do we define? Like, hey, good job this week or bad job this week? Not really bad job, Martha. I would never say bad job this week. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, absolutely. We, yeah. What, what should goals be in? Does she set them? Do we set them? Do you help me set
3: them? How does that work? (laughs) I would gladly help you set them, just to put that on record. (laughs) But I think I'm going to pull Michelle here and say definitely use a Trello board. Um, With Trello, you have the capability of scheduling and, you know, sitting down with her and having a meeting, uh, you know, the Friday before and really saying, okay, this is our game plan for next week. This is what we're going to work on. These are the the asks I have of you. And these are the deadlines associated with these asks. Most marketing people work very well on deadlines. So you want to make sure you are deadline oriented. And then from there, once you've really been working with her for a little bit longer, the initial phase is really going to be getting the content out there. So it's going to be your your accountabilities, per se, are going to be, did she post on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook? Did she get the monthly newsletter out? is she engaging with our clientele on social media is she sending out 25 responses into group messages about window cleaning you know that's where you can really hold the accountability in the beginning once that starts to develop and your social media plan really and i should say presence starts to develop that's where you really can start to gauge kind of okay now what type of content is working well I would say that's normally about a month in of solid posting you know, one post a day that you'll be able to then gauge, okay, let's take a look at what we've done for this last month. And before going into quarter three, let's make some adjustments and see the analytics and the insights and see what's hit, what our clients really enjoyed, what necessarily didn't get a lot of traction and then analyze why that traction didn't happen. Because a lot of things, it can be different from time of day that it was posted. It could be because the type of post that it was, that there wasn't a call to action. So I know social media can be scary to people, but um, it actually, all these platforms make it really easy for you to view your insights and view the data. It's just making sure you understand from there how to make adjustments to improve those posts. Cool. Yay.
0: Martha, you're muted. Martha's muted, yeah. Sorry, Martha. She <laughs> wanted to turn the night. I know she had her hand up before. So. Uh,
2: your lead count should go up. Too. And uh, so that would be your lag measure. Taylor's okay, talk about the lead measures. But uh, I was gonna say on the, um, since we're old school and we're just talking um, on the newsletter, when I was really on my game with dusting divas, I was so good about doing a monthly newsletter to the clients and the employees. But, um, and I copied the format of this guy who has a franchise maid service business. I want to say it was like two maids and a mop. I know I'm butchering that. So I don't know. He's out of Florida. But it did stick with me. And I remember I watched his newsletter for a while. Um, I want to say he wrote a weekly one. I don't know if he still does. But one of the things that was really different about it at the time was that he had a section called notes from the owner and with you guys you do so many community events but this guy Mm. basically um you watched his kids grow up through this newsletter and um but you know at first i was like it's kind of weird, isn't it? And then, and then, I was, you know, you get kind of involved in his story and it makes perfect sense because our customers want to deal with people. And so having that, uh, that section where they felt like they knew and trusted you was super helpful.
0: Well, you just reminded me, we took our entire team plus their significant others, plus their families to this, Barbecue on Saturday. I took pictures. Yep. I did nothing with them. I didn't post them. I didn't share them. In the boxer <laughs> chat. I mean, like, I'm so. This is why we need a marketing person. But it was really fun. Jeff and I both came home, and it had been a while since we've been like at an in-person community event. Like we've been doing lots of cultural events, but taking our team and them getting to see us interact with the community, and them get to interact with the community and be like, oh, this is. Mr. you know Stromberg he's one of our top clients and we're standing right. with him you know and like it was oh this is our field supervisor like oh yeah you know Bryce he's been to your house like it was really cool um so that, that's yeah, a good reminder that, that would have been good to go in a newsletter and
3: and you know it still can too by the way okay <laughs> well saturday not like missing this opportunity oh, All okay.
2: right. um And I was just going to say your person that you're looking to hire, they can absolutely build out the format. You know, you can give the outline, they can do all the graphics and I use Ray reused it every time just popped in new content and pictures. So
0: well, I've been trying to twist Tay's arm for her next uh, business idea, and I just said that publicly <laughs> on the bike Club podcast. So just saying, Oops. anybody else? <laughs> heard it. Don't worry. Maybe got like bombarded by asks for a, a newsletter template. Miss graphic design major in college. <laughs> maybe that would happen. Yeah. Martha is giving me such dirty looks. I am in a
3: bad mood, guys. We should stop.
0: Paisley has a question, and then we'll go to money.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah. Looks like Paisley says, "Do you require the marketing role to respond to lead messages?" So. Mm-hmm. Actually, this might be a really good answer for Michelle. Uh, Michelle, do you Ooh. have your admins answer? Um, any things that come in through Facebook or Instagram? Do they handle any of that?
1: Well, we have a salesperson and we just outsourced marketing in the last 30 days. And so I have a marketing individual that's working with our salesperson. So i um, the salesperson's responsible for responding to any incoming leads um, currently, but the two of them are on a Trello board and they work collaboratively all day, every day. I so think she's asking though about your CSRs. For like- our CSRs, yes, they're yes. responsible for responding to all incoming leads. Yeah.
3: Cool. Yes.
0: Yeah, so In our know, business it. model, yes. So we would have a marketing person bring a lead and then Kathy, <clears> our CSR, <throat> would answer the lead. Um, that yeah.
3: would be my recommendation, Paisley. It's yeah. just to make sure that it keeps the water clean because that's really your admin's strength is handling those inbound calls, inbound leads, inbound messages. So you don't want to muddy the water with that. Um, and that's kind of, that would just be my my gut answer for that. And then last thing I do want to say is the beauty of having a marketing person on your team is they really can hold the owners accountable, aka Megan Likes. Um, they really can be able to, push the owners to share more about themselves to put the business out there more because that seems to be the first thing a lot of owners tend to not not really realize they're doing is holding themselves back on social platforms and really not sharing about the business itself what you guys have to offer and the amazing things that you do within the community so make sure you hire someone um who's who is very strong-willed and has the ability to push you as an owner to get that content out there because that's going to make a drastic difference in your business
0: Cool. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about money a little bit. I, we, I was not prepared. Surprise. It's morning. <laughs> um, but with it, we were all surprised by the whole fight club. I, I think I want to talk about, I've been working really hard on these accountabilities with my team and having them self-report and it. It's been pretty transformational in the past month and it's not been perfect. And every week we're kind of changing it up a little bit, but I'm loving this idea that I'm I'm asking the same questions. And this is something Michelle's been trying to get me to do for like 18 months or something. You're
1: welcome. You're and welcome. She's she's it's great, it's great. It
0: helps. She's way ahead of us. Uh, <laughs> so asking the same questions every week and then forming like a, a staff meeting agenda around the responses. Um, And so having them report before the meeting and then having a much more productive staff meeting. So we're having two weekly staff meetings. One we've been having for probably almost a year, but we didn't have the same questions. We were just kind of like putting out fires. We we were not being reactive instead of proactive. And so we just started becoming proactive. And that's our leadership meeting. So that's our CSR, our field supervisor, and then the two owners. Um, And so now the questions, like each person is coming with reporting metrics to that meeting so what were sales what was production what was uh the labor rate that's gonna be what i'm gonna get really excited about over the next six months um mm-hmm. are we you know are we being efficient out in the field um how are the interviews going you know do we have anybody in the red zone those kinds of questions that's what we're doing during the leadership meeting and then we are, we started doing a lead tech meeting um and so during this lead tech meeting they were really craving having some say like with the leadership team. So it's all of the lead techs, plus the field supervisor, plus the CSR. But in that meeting, the CSR is actually the one running the meeting. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been really fun to see, shout out to Cassie, see Cassie really like level up and step up and hold the agenda. Um, some of the cool automations that we've set up, we don't have Slack all the way up yet, Michelle, but we're getting there. Um, but this will happen as a Slack <laughs> thing. Um, so that we're sending out a weekly jot form. You can actually send those out automatically and we're populating the responses in Airtable, which is very cool so that we can actually watch uh, the trends. And we're doing a lot more feel good stuff, Martha, I think might appreciate like uh, them bragging on their fellow technicians. Mm-hmm. Um, they're taking screenshots of their reviews. They're taking screenshots of their um, Cassie's texting me. I wonder if she's watching, she is. I hope I'm not. <laughs> there's screenshots of their uh qds surveys our response rate has gone up way high also if i get kicked out i'm gonna turn my phone i forgot my charger sorry battery's low um our response rate's gone way up martha and that's something i've been really struggling with so it's really helped like we had one technician that had an 80 percent response rate last week Yay. We're talking about a survey scores. If you are not a quality driven software user, uh, we're talking about the survey scores. I love it. Well, too many people are trying to add Tay back.
3: I love how (laughs) you said you were kicked out and I somehow got kicked out. I did not kick you out. I promise. But I'm getting ready because I'm going to get kicked out in just a second.
0: Okay, so. Just, you know, it's easier if you ask me questions and we just like have them on. Well, I want
3: to know, okay, can you go through the the process again? I think that's fantastic. Like, what is the exact breakdown of how you're getting these responses? You said you're sending out questions on a weekly basis. Where are those questions coming from? Where does the job form come into play? Where does, how does that all get to the meeting? You know, how does your CSR get ready? I think we should like talk through that because that's really valuable and you're integrating mm-hmm. a lot of different technology pieces. To it sounds like to make this. Oh, happen. Michelle's like just use Slack. Just
1: use <laughs> Slack. I'm like I will. I will. I I'm gonna be quiet. Will. I'm being quiet
0: over here. I will. No, I can hear you in my head. You're saying all the right things. Being quiet.
3: <laughs> I think it, I think we should talk through this. I think it could be very. It could be very beneficial for a lot of even admins as well as owners to hear this and talk through it. So once Megan gets back on and kind of switches over, we're gonna add her in here. Well, uh, and
2: Michelle can talk about how she. Does it through Slack? Yeah, you do all of yeah. it through Slack, right? Sure. Yes,
1: everything is self-reported to Slack and it populates into a spreadsheet. So then we build graphs based on the spreadsheet. I like the spreadsheet because I can sort it a little bit better. I mean, you could report it to Airtable or Trello or some sort of a graphics platform, which is fantastic. I just personally like to be able to sort that data so that I can see... Who are the busiest CSRs in the organization? Who are the busiest clients in the organization? Um, who's had the most accepted calls? Who's had the most busy calls? Like I like to be able to, f- you know, manipulate or manage the data a little bit, and a spreadsheet just makes that a tiny bit easier. So, so
2: how do you get it from the workflow to the spreadsheet? You link it um with a
1: Google app in Slack and then you call it or map it to a certain cell and it creates that data point in that cell in the Google in the Google Sheet.
2: <sighs> now you've changed my life again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so no, it's great because well, the you know, I love yeah. it because you know can... how much I love workflows and yeah, the fact because if it wasn't you i would be afraid it was going to be a manual thing and nope, i got no manual that. michelle's got that no manual i no. just gotta
3: say jay had the answer jay just hopped on on our yep. on facebook and she just she did once are right out there she's our like number one rock star she always has the answer yes <laughs> yep you
1: add a row just like that so it's automated yep and it's great so as those responses come in either daily or weekly they just automate to a Google Sheet, and then you can, like I said, manage that data by finding who's the top leader, who's who's the this person. You can kind of um organize I feel like that way. I
0: feel like Airtable is the new Google Sheet, though, and Paisley uh, yeah. will appreciate this. Lee has been trying to move us to Airtable. It's like a fancy Google Sheet where you can, like, I love A it. non-spreadsheet person, Michelle, you're going to be obsessed once you try it because okay. it's like. It's color-coded, you can sort it, you can track it, you can create dashboards. <laughs> um, Paisley, she's like, you're He's slacking so you blows my mind. <laughs> she's cute. the best. Um, Paisley's boss is like the Airtable Ninja. Uh, but either way, I agree, we wanna be able to manipulate it and sort it. And also yeah. I wanna be able to track it. Like I, I feel like in the past when we've surveyed, like take our weekly bonus trackers, for example, we use those through Bamboo HR. We love that automation. Um, thank you, Michelle, for teaching us everything we know about Bamboo HR. <laughs> it stores their weekly bonus tracker in their. Um, here's the a mouse. It stores their weekly bonus tracker in their employee file, which is really nice. But I don't have them all stacked, so it's hard to watch trends. So the next level, I think, is to take that bonus tracker and throw it into Airtable. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I got lost for a minute, guys. Mike. My- computer day <laughs> I'm
2: on my phone no, sorry it's necessary it's okay <laughs> Michelle do you have any new things that you've set up system wise
1: yeah.
0: Um,
2: well, outsourcing
1: a marketing person was really, really, really beneficial. And it's funny because I met this person on an airplane coming, I think, to your event, Martha, in San Diego. So I sit down in row 21, which is the exit row because I have long legs and I start striking up a conversation with the gentleman next to me. We get talking about what we do for work and it f- come to find out that we actually do a very similar business. And he was the owner and so he said i outsource all kinds of c-suite individuals or high level individuals or people in marketing and sales for businesses all over the world and i was like wow well i do that for customer service so we started collaborating on some stuff and about a month ago i entered into their sort of ecosphere it's called remotely And they have an entire setup where they post your job ad, they do all the video interviewing, so you can watch the videos, you can see what this person sounds like and looks like and feels like for your company. And then you choose them based on their, you know, based on their history of work. And I found a young lady who's incredible and she's doing our marketing. And what my biggest pain point was in our business was I needed somebody that could manage HubSpot, that could take HubSpot and really turn it into the powerful tool that we're paying for, not just a you know a lead magnet or lead generation. I wanted it to be even better. So she's come in and in no time flat, she's automated so much our outreach. She's built a a newsletter already. I just approved it two days ago, and she's already changing the way we touch our clients that have not either converted or clients that we haven't really spoken to yet. So she's building all of these workflows automatically. So when um, we have more sales or when we need a second salesperson or when that all happens, we'll be ready. So the infrastructure building is what's happening right now. Um, So she's just behind the scenes. And I, for one, as a business owner, I know what I want, but I can't quite get there. I can't quite find the time to get there. Um, And so for me, it just made sense to outsource that because stopping and training someone on HubSpot from zero to hero just felt like it was going to be too much of a mountain for me to climb. So finding somebody that was already an expert, I think was great. And she's um, in her master's education for small business. So she also understands small business um, and gets why these touches are so important. So I, I've i been super, super happy with their service and I'll drop their link in the chat if, if anybody's interested. So um, really, really beneficial. She's from South Africa. So who knew? <laughs> so yeah. Knew?
3: See, I'd love yeah. to hear you report back about how actually utilizing the full platform of HubSpot changes the business because now yeah. you're going to end up being able to you're already paying all this money for HubSpot right sure so mm-hmm. now you are going to get way more benefits out of it because we've got you've got an expert working on it which is fantastic yeah that's going to be really cool to see
1: and you know we were we were well enough versed to be dangerous right we could build a simple workflow for like 10 or 14 days you know, outreach by text and then send an email and then do this and then send a task to follow up. But they were people were dropping out of the bottom of the bucket and we weren't re-engaging with them, right? And so that re-engagement is the really important piece where I think a lot of businesses fall down. And that's why platforms for home service companies like Response are so powerful, right? They just continue touching that person until they jump into the bucket somehow. So I'm using that same strategy with HubSpot, just how to keep them engaged over the duration, because every single business goes through the pain point at a different time. You know, they might have an incredible in-house team today, but in three months that might change or in six months. And so being able to be at the top of their mind is really the the key for us. So can you I'm, tell us more I'm about excited. the
0: placement company? It sounds super, yeah.
1: like I'm, thinking- yeah,
0: CFO, COO, CEO, CMO, CTO, like I'm just
1: going to say all the C's. All the C's. And then they also just do all kinds of placement for marketing and for sales and for support. I mean, they really have a breadth of of people in their database um, and they work all over the world. So I just put together a job spec and said, hey, I need a marketing person. These are our company core values. This is our, you know, niche market. This is what we do. This is what we sell. And they put together a beautiful one page job spec that I could have never written. Like it was beautiful. Like it it said all the things that I would have wanted to say. Um, And they put that out and I was really, really impressed. So um, it's called Promotely. Is it
0: placement? Like you pay one month salary to find a good match or is it um, is it like a service where you're paying them directly? I just got a new EA, which I'm using through. A oh,
1: congratulations.
2: I'm so well,
0: I'm on my like fourth, but we're, we're working our way with Rachel started on Friday. So I'm very excited Great. about Rachel. Oh,
1: um, I lied.
0: It's not Rachel, it's Rebecca. I'm sorry. God,
1: yeah. Rebecca, it's, Rebecca. um, <laughs> this is a true agency model. So I pay the agency. Um, so it's, it's, I pay them as a service, which is also a really nice thing. It's very similar to my service. It does not go in your cogs, right? It goes down below your, your line. So it's, it's a, a service-based, you know, cost. And I love that part. So it's not a payroll cost. It's an actual, you know, different kind of cost for your PL, which I appreciate, but no, they do engineering, they can hire recruiters, they can help. Um, doing debt collection. I mean, they can just do everything. Accounts receivable. They can do payroll. They can do it all. And um, we hired somebody full-time because I felt like we needed to really put a lot of resources behind getting HubSpot up to where it needed to be. But we can dial back to part-time. We can do certain hours. You know, we can kind of come up with a, a different relationship moving forward. So I love it. I'm super excited. And we're trying actually to hire our second salesperson through them to see how that might work outsourced, but we'll see. Wow! So, yeah.
0: And one it's more time, fun. remotely
1: grow remotely. G R O W. Yeah, grow remotely. And I'll put the link down below. Um, I think they they've got all kinds of other things. They do engineering as well, so they have you know people that can build backend stuff. They can do software engineering um, and back in development as well. So they kind of have a really big breadth of people that they can place. And I've had a really good experience with our young lady named Abigail. She's fantastic. So, (laughs) so that's good. Um, so that's one of the things I've done for marketing and we are super hopeful. This is the 31st of May and we are hoping that July 1st, we will now have our Blog post tied to all of our social media, which has been a little bit disjointed. She's gotten all of that to talk to one another, and that our monthly newsletter will also be a blog post. So she'll repurpose all of that content that she's creating um, for the one thing. And then she's also grabbed, you know, like all the things that we're on, all the podcasts that we're on, and any other outreach. And she's cut all those things up and clipped them all up into beautiful little snippets so that we can use those for social media too. So It's good to have somebody that has the marketing brain, not just the owner's brain, because she can see all the information that we have to utilize and just uses it really strategically over and over and over again to reach out to people, which I just don't see that once I'm done with something, I just move to the next thing, right? And so she's really good about looking at the entire holistic thing um, of marketing and, and making an approach that's much more strategic than anything that I could have done. So I'm grateful for that.
2: And she's a self-starter. I mean, that's huge Huge. is that you have somebody that you don't really have to direct so much that she takes the reins and runs with it and then comes back and says, okay, I did this, this, and this. Yeah. So.
1: And Grow Motely provides these outsourced individuals with an incredible culture on the back end. So they're all connected with one another in their little ecosystem, similar to Pink Collars. Um, and I love that part. So she's being nurtured and checked on. And there's a little bit of management oversight that they provide to make sure she's on task and she's on track and they're constantly checking with me. So it's really nice to kind of have that Other level of support, I think, especially when it's something like marketing that you're not quite as well versed in as a business owner. You know, I'm certainly not well versed in it. I just keep getting out on the road and getting on camera, but there's so much more that we could be doing. And so it's really helpful to have that other eye on it. So that's awesome. That's what we're doing.
2: Yeah, that's what we're doing.
1: It's super fun. Um, But yes, we work with her on Trello and Slack and um, we're just building workflows because it's like we're only about a month in um, on things. But she has a task list on Trello that I just add questions to or add things to and she's consistently just knocking things out of the park. So I really like that. Nice. That's what I got, people. Okay. Martha, you want to talk about some people stuff? I feel like all I did was talk about uh, systems, as in placing a new person from another collaborative company, grow remotely into my company. So that
2: was good. Well, <laughs> um, so I, I was thinking a couple of places. Um, and I guess I'll go and talk about the hire who route because. Um, just to follow up with what you were talking about, Michelle. Um, So I don't have to hire service technicians anymore, but I do have to hire developers. And I am trying to hire developers. I don't know if I should say that live, but I will, uh, you know, that are in other countries where their cost of living is lower so that development is so expensive in the u.s and uh you're talking at least 100 plus an hour and um so anyway i have been using hire who and just started doing this um because they have the video portion you were talking about michelle and Mm -hmm. it's very interesting because One of my things when I'm hiring a developer, and I know I'm talking about hiring a developer, but you guys can take this and twist it for service technicians or salespeople or whatever, or CSRs, or bookkeepers,
0: (laughs) or test managers, or
2: anything. But I've been using the video part because I need to know that I can communicate well with them. I mean, it's just imperative that they understand what the project is that I want done and that I can understand what they're trying to convey to me. So it's pretty cool. I sit there and I have questions and I'm Mm -hmm. asking them to expound on this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's been a real litmus test because before I was getting on Zoom calls with everybody and being like, "Okay, now i kind of <laughs> no. this courtesy to them for 30 minutes," you know, yep. and so it's been pretty awesome. Um, so if you can find a way to add some video into your hiring process, it's it's a good way to for you to get to know each other um, mm-hmm. prior to meeting. And like I say, you know, some of it is just, so for me, I'm not looking for how they dress, how they appear, anything like that for me, but do they come on and they're like, hey, yeah, well, in answer to your question, you know, or are they like, oh yeah, those hours sound great and blah, 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 you know, you Mm -hmm. can do a lot of that. Well, and for us, like we,
0: we've tried to automate our hire who as best as we can. And it's one of the things I love about it. And if you're using a different applicant tracking system, by all means, do it with that as well, if you can. But we, 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 we've kind of created a funnel. If you think about your marketing funnel, hire who has built out a funnel so that We're attracting with a very compelling job at as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. Then we have our knockout questions. Then we have our interview questions. Then we have our assessment tests. And up until that point, everything is completely automated so that they're being moved to either the next stage or being kicked out given their responses. Now, the interview questions are not dynamic, so a human has to read them. But what we do is we don't go back and read them until after they've completed the assessment and passed with a certain percentage score so if they get 75 percent or better what we were doing before is we would go read those interview questions and we've usually asked like 10 and there were only two that we were really like interested in um but now the next step is you can actually set a trigger so that if they get their a certain percentage on their assessment that's what sends them the video interview and so you can save a ton of time going through these video interviews and not having to you know, watch a bunch of them. Next level for us was having my EA then do it. And I'd say like, just what Martha described, I am looking for these traits. If they are hemming and hawing or umming, like just skip them over or auto reject, you know, I I want somebody who comes on and this is what I'm looking for. And then she would give us her top 10 and then we would choose our top three. And it just makes hiring somebody so much easier. Mm -hmm. And Jeff gets excited because then he's like, all I have to do is show up to the interviews now. Like literally it's yeah. a recruiting it's so system. so much better. That is his, and, and because they've gone through all these hoops, guess what guys, they show up to the interviews. Right. <laughs> like they don't stand right. them up because they've already jumped through all these hurdles. Um, right. And you can add in a phone interview, but what we've found is now that Dom's released the video interviews, we don't need to do phone interviews anymore. If it takes mm-hmm. away the phone interview part.
2: Right, right. And to that point, I hear a lot people saying, well, in this, you know, in this job market, I can't make them jump through more hoops. And my answer to that is, well, if you want to just hire anyone, you're correct. If you want a warm body and you don't have any hiring standards per se that you just need people, then you're right. You got to cut out all the steps. But if you really want that right candidate best that you can select, then these are people who actually want your job, the d- job that you're offering. Um, and
0: I would argue in this hiring environment you cannot afford to not ask these questions because for us turnover is it's it's killing us. We cannot bring in cancer to our organization because who we have, we fought hard to get thank you, Jeff. Jeff just mm-hmm. charger even though he's super sick and sunglasses. God, that man's amazing. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm sick. Um, We can't afford to bring in just anybody because it will tank the culture that we're fighting really hard to preserve and and one that Martha helped us build. But I think that for any other reason, that's the most important one. Like we owe it to our existing staff to continue to qualify people as rigorously as we ever have, if not more.
2: Right. And the things that we're talking about, you know, again, we just happen to use hire Who, but you can. I don't know about the video part, but most everything else you can work into um, some kind of automations. Keep Service Autopilot has automations, you know. Um, Rapid Hire IOs, one that we really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of options out there.
0: Yeah, but the one that Martha and I use is Hire Who. Um, yeah, that's, hopefully that was good for somebody, right? Like, I'm excited that you're using it for developers. Martha's using it for developers. We just did it for likes accounting. My, my new AI, Rebecca, not Rachel, uh, just did it for um, likes accounting. So we've got a bookkeeping position open. We have a client success manager position open. And uh, we have a personal assistant open, is position
1: open. So it's kind of yeah. exciting to see how that works.
2: All right. Well, um, are we doing, I guess we're doing homework still, right? We can. Absolutely. Why not? Okay. All Let's right. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> time it is.
3: We're, we're inching close to the top of the hour. So when it comes to homework, uh, just a reminder to everyone, we do request that you only do one piece of homework, just to make sure that you are really focusing on that piece and moving the needle forward in your business. If you want to do some bonuses and do some extra, awesome. We do have an accountability group that is on Facebook that will drop the link in the comments so that way you have access to us and some of our awesome other listeners who have joined that accountability group. That way you can really be able to have some friends in order to complete your homework. So... As far as marketing homework goes, we talked a lot about kind of how to structure the plan for a marketing manager to come into the business. So this can be done not only for the marketing manager, but also if you're in the position as you're still the business owner doing the marketing, you can still structure this for yourself as well. That way you have a marketing plan that you're working with on a weekly basis and it's not getting pushed to the wayside, Right. So my recommendation would be just to go ahead and start a Trello board that's dedicated to marketing. And from there, assign yourself some accountabilities, assign yourself some due dates that you know for sure are going to be on a weekly basis to get things out content-wise to your uh, clientele and your social media presence. Now, that again can be to yourself as the owner, or you can be sitting down with your marketing manager and working on this together. But having that structure of a calendar on a weekly, monthly basis and quarterly as well will really allow for you to see the overall plan start to develop. Now, I do remember um, on a few episodes ago, we did have one of our guests. I can't remember offhand because I just thought of it, but If you're struggling to think of content things for this plan, really think from the macro, micro to nano uh, breakdown. And this was recommended by one of our guests who was also recommended. They got a recommendation from a marketing manager in particular who developed this idea. But this is really starting with a large topic. I I think it was. Josh Latimer episode. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. And yeah. I can't remember who he said. I want to say it was something with an R, maybe a Rachel or something. I know. A i got
0: Rachel, Rebecca, confused. I, I don't yeah. know. But go back and watch our 100th episode with Josh Ladd. Yes. He talks about the macro, micro, nano. Really,
3: that will concept. help you develop that plan as well. So my homework is to build a marketing calendar within Trello, assign due dates, and develop it along the macro, micro, nano plan. I love it. Um, and I'm just going to give a small plug
0: plague, nope, how about a, a, plug, plug. a plug for day um, that we are doing a Rockstar admin training again in August. So if you have been wondering what that was all about, and are interested in that uh we are going to be partnering with a huge convention in nashville again we're going back to like this house in nashville six times this year <laughs> uh, we're going to nashville again and um we're doing that rockstar admin training and one of the takeaways like one of the very valuable things is tay will give you her social media content calendar trello board which is completely plug and play not only from content strategy standpoint but also she gives you all the canva templates so the templates are there all you have to do is throw your logo in there throw your branding colors in there throw your own pictures in there if you want otherwise she has stock images and she's got like every day of the year figured out pretty much not not entirely but almost it's worth the cost of admission I don't think we have a sign up link yet but that is your teaser and plug that rockstar admin training if you want Tay's content calendar you should totally sign up or more especially send your admin there so we can all train you. Oh, and Paisley as a, uh, an alumni of the Rockstar Admin Training says, it's beautiful. And we did not pay Paisley to take that. That was legit. We did not. We did no, not. We did not. Okay. Um, for your finance homework, I'm going to show you my chicken scratch. Whoops. This is very embarrassing. This is my full focus planner from one day when I was having a leadership meeting uh, with my leadership team. And we wrote out what should we ask our lead techs every week and we just wrote it out and then you know because it's me i threw it in a google doc and then i threw it in a job form and then it went to an Airtable, table right but you can make this as simple as you want this could be a manual text message in a group chat if it needed to be but what are some questions that you want to be asking your team on a weekly basis and try one week see what you get back and naturally you're going to crave something you'll be like oh that didn't go as well as i wanted or oh now i want to know this try and keep it simple try and keep it to like five if you can um and then next level would be to set up an automation around that but this is something like we have only done three lead tech meetings so far i mean we've been doing like staff meetings safety meetings morning meetings toolbox meetings we do all these other meetings but this is like a very intentional time away from work building them up to be leaders. I think that's our goal for this year, is building more leaders within our company. And uh, your finance homework is to challenge you to do the same. And it could be as simple as asking them, every single leadership person in your company, the same five questions, and then having a meeting about those replies. And I think Martha even has like a staff meeting agenda probably that she could share uh, somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your finance.
2: And
1: your systems homework is to think about outsourcing one of these key roles in your companies. Check out Grow Motely. I think they're a great company. I've been using them quietly for a while to confirm that I could absolutely stand behind their service and I absolutely can. So um, let's talk about those outsourced possibilities if you need just some fast gas on the fire for some of these roles in your company. And I will put the link in our Facebook group. So that's your homework. Check them out.
2: Okay. And your people homework is find a way to automate your hiring process. So uh, part of the problem, part of the problem with recruiting is if you're going after lots of applicants, then part of it is you managing all of those leads and working them through the system. And if you're doing it in a manual way, you're going to be the bottleneck nine times out of 10. So, eliminate yourself as the bottleneck and find a way to automate much of that process. I mean, up until the decision making. Beautiful. Um,
0: and I know Tay said it, but I'm going to just reiterate it. That was a lot of homework. We do not expect you to do all of it. In fact, we are going to ask you to only do one thing. Um, if you can do one thing to move the needle forward every single week, you will move the needle forward. Um, and if you need help, we have a Facebook group where we, we can help you. Like, it's like office hours or, you know, you can have your own private tutor with one of us in that Facebook group. So we encourage you to join that group. That's all, all
1: right. right. I love it. And we always close with a quote, and I found a really cool one. It sounds, Megan, like you're using some of these EOS tools. Um, And I loved this one from John Dewey, and he says, we do not learn from experience, we learn from reflecting on experience. So getting those KPIs and then reflecting on them seems like something we kind of all talked about today. So thank you all for joining us here on Fight Club. We had a blast, as always. Old school was fun. I'm sorry for our guest who was sick. Thanks, Paisley. Yeah, thanks, Paisley. Yeah, Yeah, and Jay, thank you. Everybody, have a fantastic day, and we will see you next week, which will be in June. Yay! Go fight! Go fight, everybody. Have a good day. Thanks, everybody. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities,
0: and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com
2: slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.